The market doesn't joke around, so why would you? Get serious. Choose Tasty Trade. Tasty Trade gives you the tools you need to make smarter moves. Dig into data with advanced charting, track profit accurately with order chain trackers, see risk clearly with curve analysis, and trade with low-capped commissions, stocks, options, futures, and more. All on one platform. No wonder serious traders choose Tasty Trade. Join the club, genius. Tasty Trading is a registered broker-dealer and member of FINRA and SIPC. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Keynote by CNBC Events. I'm Tyler Matheson. On this podcast, we bring you in-depth, candid conversations with executives, experts, and thought leaders. On this episode, you'll hear from Trevor Rozier-Bird. He's the founder and CEO of Stackwell Capital, a fintech startup aimed at getting more black investors into the stock market. He spoke with my colleague Deirdre Bosa at CNBC's Your Money event on November 9th, 2023, about how new technology can play a role in closing the racial wealth gap. Here's their conversation. The racial wealth gap is worse today than it was before the passage of the Civil Rights Act in 1964. Why is it so critical that the community invests in the stock market? Why is this the way to narrow it? Well, Deirdre, first of all, thanks for having me today. Um, I think it is absolutely critical for the community to start to invest in the financial markets because the racial wealth gap impacts many of the other social um, justice issues that impact the black community. You think about things like access to affordable housing, health care, quality education, food insecurity issues. Access to capital or lack thereof directly impacts a person's ability to have agency and control to shape and direct outcomes relative to those issues. And I believe that the stock market is a very powerful way for more people in black and brown communities to achieve that agency and direct those outcomes for themselves and for their families for generations to come. Trevor, why do you think that the black community has been left out of this side of the economy? And tell us a little more about Stockwell Capital, how you solve for this. Absolutely. So I think that there are a range of issues that have contributed to the under-representation or under-investment in the financial markets. I think there are a range of social, emotional, and cultural barriers to entry that have made people feel as though the financial markets are not for them. Um, There are perceptions that it requires a lot of money, that the process of investing in the markets is highly risky, um, or that you have to have some sort of knowledge and expertise in order to get started. Um, my experience professionally in the financial markets, both as a lawyer and as, and as a business person, has taught me that many of those things are frankly not true. Um, and so, you know, I set out to, to found Stackwell, which is the first and only investment platform that is built for and by the black community, because I felt like if you could break down and provide a more straightforward and sustainable pathway for people to start to invest in the financial markets, if you could pair that with access to education that was delivered in culturally competent ways, and then if you could surround all of that with a sense of community to help give people uh, and make them feel represented, frankly, in a space where they historically have not been, that they might have a fighting chance to start to participate mm-hmm. and ultimately grow and amass more wealth through the markets um, and achieve the outcomes that they wanted to achieve. Right. And that volatility and maybe that impression of the stock market occurs when individuals are trying to trade versus holding on for the longer term or pick stock by stock. Whereas your app, Stackwell Capital, it's more of a robo trading platform. Right. Explain the difference between those two things. Correct. Well, I think one of the foundational things that, you know, oftentimes most people don't understand about the stock market is that it's not about 
um, frequent trading, right? Um, mm -hmm. Not trying to buy low or sell high. We know empirically based on data and research that over the history of the stock market going back all the way to the 1920s, that the S&P 500 has produced about a 10% rate of return on average every year, right? So taking that fact, understanding that just getting into the markets, being a long-term passive investor is a really powerful thing. And you compare that to what many people in black and brown communities do. They either hold you know, their money in a bank account, low-yielding bank accounts or bonds that are not generating much interest. Mm -hmm. It's really important to give context to help understand how this process works, that it doesn't have to be overly volatile, that it doesn't have to be risky. And so what we've done at Stackwell is we've created model investment portfolios um, that help people achieve long-term investment in the markets. It also helps people develop and shape the behaviors that are required to allow them to persist along the path towards investing and ultimately you know, achieve the outcomes that they're looking to achieve over time. Right, which is such a key distinction. Um, talk a little bit about what the response has been so far. The response has been overwhelmingly positive. Um, we've grown, significantly grown our user base. Um, but I think the thing that really stands out for me is the work that we've done in the community. Uh, mm -hmm. Central to everything at Stackwell is about the ways in which we show up and drive impact and change for the people that we're trying to serve. Um, and so over the course of the last year, we've been able to develop a really um, unique ecosystem of partners across financial services, across higher education, professional sports teams, as well as in the NIL student athlete ambassador space, mm -hmm. um, really using those partnerships and, and those community engagements to drive a sense of representation and frankly, a sense of investor identity, maybe where it hadn't existed before. Dogs are an important part of our lives. That means protecting them from parasites. Ask your vet about NexGuard Plus, a Foxaloner, Moxidectin, and Pyrantal chewable tablets. NexGuard Plus chews provide one-and-done monthly protection against fleas, ticks, heartworm disease, roundworms, and hookworms. Plus, they're delicious and easy to give. Use with caution in dogs with a history of seizures or neurologic disorders. Dogs should be tested for existing heartworm infection prior to starting a preventive. Ask about NexGuard Plus chews. Start clean with Clorox, because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... I got the charcoal mask. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? Uh, hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Education is such an important piece of this, right, is getting the word out there. Um, give us an example of some of those partnerships. You mentioned that you partnered with financial institutions, with learning institutions. You also have a partnership with the NBA and WNBA, correct? We do. So I'll just run through a couple of the partnerships really quickly. Um, earlier this year, we announced a student investment program focused on HBCU students across the country. Uh, we partnered with Prudential Financial and Student Freedom Initiative for that partnership. Student Freedom Initiative was founded by Robert Smith uh, of Vista Equity Partners. And through that partnership, we have allocated $1,000 of seed capital to 500 HBCU students across the country to help them get started on their investment journeys. We're also providing them with access to education, 
um, and support to help ease their transition into the markets. And that's a model that we've continued to unlock and, and bring to other markets, frankly. Um, we also have a partnership with Hampton University in Virginia, where we've done a student investment program for the entirety of their freshman class. Mm. Um, just last month, we announced a partnership in Detroit, um, where we're supporting small business owners, entrepreneurs in the city, giving them access to capital, um, $2,500 for each of the program participants, which graciously was provided by Prudential uh, Financial. And we're doing that program alongside of the Metro Detroit Black Business Alliance. Um, again, just really trying to show up in places where, frankly, most financial services firms do not show up. Um, we just earlier this week announced a program that we're doing in Washington, D.C., which is focused on residents of Ward 7 and Ward 8, which are two of the most disadvantaged ports, parts of the city. And so really what you see us doing is we are going to uh, markets that have high concentration of our target demo. Uh, you look mm -hmm. at D.C., you look at New Orleans, you look at um, certainly Minneapolis um, and Detroit. Those are the markets where we have relationships with MBA and WMBA teams. Um, those are four of the largest black uh, consumer markets in the country. They're also places where the issues of the racial wealth and income gaps are most acute. Um, so we are doing the hard work that, frankly, most other financial institutions are not willing to do uh, because we believe that we are a partner, a partner in progress for black mm -hmm. Americans that are looking for financial wellness and access to resources to get themselves going. Right. And as you've been talking, it occurs to me that there's so much opportunity to do more. Stockwell is starting as an investment platform. What do you think that or is there, are there places you think that you can expand to do more for the community? Absolutely. Um, we started with investment because we know how powerful the financial markets are, right? And if you take a step back and understand what the customer objective was, it is how do you help more people in the black community grow and amass more wealth? Um, we are doing that through access to the markets, but as we continue to extend out our reach, like our ambition absolutely is to be an end-to-end -end financial services platform for people in this community. So whether we're providing insurance products, mm -hmm. banking, lending, credit, all of those things are on the table for us, but we believe it's important to first build trust and authentic connections mm -hmm. with people in the community. And the way that we do that is helping to deliver against their stated objective first and foremost, and then we can grow with them from there. Right, and some of the other fintechs, um, public and private, have eventually seen a path to becoming a bank, getting a banking li license. Is that something that you envision Stockwell could do in the future? I think it's on the table for us. Um, it is not part of our immediate ambitions, I will say, but um, it's certainly something that we can do. And I see definitely a use case for that as we continue to grow over time. And Trevor, we've got about one minute left, so I'm just going to give you the last word. Is there anything else that you think is really important for our audience to know right now? Yeah, I think, you know, in addition to all of the impactful work that we're doing on the ground, we are also developing first party proprietary research mm -hmm. around the attitudes, needs and behaviors of people in the black community as it relates to the consumption of all consumer financial products and services. Um, we are really excited about that work, which we will be releasing later this month. Um, and I think that's really critical to understand when you think about some of the key challenges in the financial services industry today. Um, obviously, there is continued um, industry-wide fee pressure. There's a chase for AUM. 
Um, all of this is happening while the racial demographics in this country continue to shift towards us being majority minority. So we as an industry can no longer just sell to one group of people, traditionally older white males. We need to figure out how to engage um, and provide support and access for other underrepresented communities. Um, and Stackwell will be a leader in that space and we look forward to partnering with individuals and institutions um, to bring about that change. That was Trevor Rozier Bird. He joined us at CNBC's Your Money event on November 9th, 2023. The keynote is produced by the CNBC events team. And if you enjoyed this conversation, please share with your friends. You can visit cnbcevents.com to learn about upcoming events and how you can join us. We'd love to have you there. I'm Tyler Matheson. Thanks for listening. Dogs are an important part of our lives, and keeping them protected is a top priority, especially against nasty parasites. That's why you got to check out NextGuard Plus, a Foxaloner, Moxidectin, and Pyrantal chewable tablets. NextGuard Plus chews provide one-and-done monthly protection that kills fleas and ticks, prevents heartworm disease. Plus, it treats and controls roundworms and hookworms. That's a whole lot of protection packed into a delicious beef-flavored, soft chew designed to make monthly dosing easy and enjoyable. So the next time you're at the vet, ask about NextGuard Plus Chews. They're the one-and-done monthly parasite protection you want for your dog. Use with caution in dogs with a history of seizures or neurologic disorders. Dogs should be tested for existing heartworm infection prior to starting a preventive.